Welcome in. It's the PFF Daily Betting Podcast. Currently being done uh, more on a weekly schedule. We are about to ramp up the offseason soon enough with an updated schedule. But for now, I'm Ben Brown, joined by Eric Eager. And we are, you know, in the middle of kind of a vicious NFL and college football news cycle, right? People may be thinking it's slowing down a little bit for the holiday weekend, but it has been pretty much all systems go all week, uh, getting tons of new information and sound bites in seemingly every day. But uh, let's hold off on that for a little bit. We did, Eric and I, write up all 130 um, teams in our FBS ELO ratings blurbs for the top 25. Uh, and there were, I think, you know, quite a few surprises, quite a few takeaways from a betting perspective. So let's dive in. Eric, what? What were kind of like the biggest surprises that stood out to you in the initial 130 FBS ELO ratings? Well, I think, you know, for one, uh, it, it was all the people that called us, right? So, like, we have, I believe, one team that's not a Power 5 team uh, in the in the top 25. Um, and, you know, that, that certainly, uh, you know, is interesting. Uh, BYU at 22, people were a little mm-hmm. bit uh, – I, I got on a BYU TV show – this week talking about Tyler Algier. Uh, I didn't think I'd be doing that. Um, and I think one of the, obviously is the Iowa state Cyclones at 21 versus the Iowa Hawkeyes who I believe, you know, top We're 10 nine, team. Yeah. Nine overall. Basically. Yeah. Th- that one's, I think surprised a lot of people, but I think you can go and look and, and say, okay, Iowa state Brock Purdy has not gotten better year to year. Um, they do return a lot of starters, so maybe there's an issue there with the model of six-year guys. Um, but uh, Iowa last season, two losses early by a combined four or five points, and then six consecutive wins, five of them by two scores or more. Um, you know, sort of overshadowed a little bit by the fact that their bowl game got canceled and even their penultimate game got canceled. But that's the one I think that obviously stands out here. Um, 17% chance to win the Big Ten. Um, that's certainly something that's bettable on the marketplace. Yeah, definitely. I mean, that was the one that was probably most off market at this point in time where the Iowa Hawkeyes win the Big Ten title. So um, if you buy into it, I don't know if I necessarily buy into Spencer Paratras that much. Um, that was the one that I definitely felt the least comfortable in releasing. But uh, kind of like you, I did get on a BYU uh, radio station as well to discuss basically uh, us having BYU at 22 overall. Um, and, you know, the things that I kind of touched on with it, like Tyler Algier, Best, basically the second best running back in college football last season from a yards after contact perspective, uh, you know, really beneficial. And, and, you know, we kind of always talk about this idea of running backs not mattering. Right. And I think that's more geared towards the NFL level where there are, you know, a subset of quarterbacks that basically matter more than anything else combined. And there's not necessarily this like replacement value gain in not paying a running back at the college football level right so i do think that they matter quite a bit more um and i think that is one reason why we like byu quite a bit as well um but those were basically kind of the two things that stuck out to me i think as far as like a sleeper team maybe outside the top 20 time up top 25 i think a team that we backed quite a bit toward the end of last season san jose state uh won their first mount west championship title last year finished in the top 25 of the AP poll for the first time since 2012. And I think, you know, Nick Starko can kind of play, right? He's this grad transfer, uh, you know, settled in a little bit at Arkansas, Texas A&M, um, didn't really fit in too well. Finally, you know, maybe found his groove a little bit at San Jose State. 
Um, but they have, you know, some playmakers on offense and playmakers on defense. I do think Kate Hall is basically an All-American edge defender. Uh, 10th best great opponent adjusted pass rush grade. Really high up there in coverage as well. So I think if you're looking for a team in that group of five area, um, that could potentially get into the top 25 with Cincinnati. Um, I do think it's going to be probably San Jose State. Maybe we are just a little bit lower on them at 46th overall, but they're a team that I definitely like uh, heading into the 2021 season. Is there anybody else you would maybe label as a sleeper or overrated in our initial ELO rankings, Eric? Yeah, I you know I, I echo the sentiments that people have had about North Carolina. I think that that one with Sam Howell, um, you know, they do lose some weapons, but that's one where I think people, you know, can really, uh, you know, buy in a little bit there, um, you know, as far as, as possibly winning the ACC. Um, you know, a couple that are sort of right on the outside looking in, Coastal Carolina at 30, uh, I, you know, UCF at 34, Memphis at 36, Louisiana at 35. Those are teams that I think uh, could obviously, um, you know, you know, I obviously not compete for the college football championship, but could be teams that are consistently upsetting, uh, you know, the rankings, uh, especially early on, uh, much like they did a season ago, for example, with Louisiana Lafayette beating Iowa State um, and, and Coastal Carolina beating BYU. So, um, yeah, the, this brings me sort of to the, I think, the best bet, though, which is um, we talk about this week, uh, USC. USC right now on the betting markets, win total eight and a half, plus 100 to the over, minus 125 to the under. When you look at them to win the Pac-12, uh, if you look at DraftKings, it's actually different other places, so you do have to shop around a little bit. When you look at DraftKings, they are plus 400 to win the Pac-12. To me, I think this should be, you know, both of those I think are good bets when you look at our uh, win wind simulation, we have them with an average of eight and a half wins, but over oh, nine or over is 54%. So that's certainly a 4% edge in, in being bettable. We have them a 26% conference title probability, which, you know, plus 400 is 20%. So you have a 6% edge there. Mm-hmm. So I do think you have uh, a fairly decent uh, shot with here with betting USC, the best returning quarterback in the Pac-12 and Keaton Slovis. Um, you know, and some continuity there. PFF is always looking out for you, partnering with some of the best opportunities in the sports betting landscape. Um, my favorite here has been Symbol, S-I-M-B-U-L-L. They're basically the stock market for sports. They allow you to trade sports teams uh, like the stock market. You can earn cash payouts when your team wins. Um, it's kind of been this interesting blend between the stock market um, and a way to actually invest and profit off of your favorite teams. Free NFL free agencies obviously uh, changed some things in the symbol markets. Some teams have risen. Obviously, the Washington football team uh, with the signing of Ryan Fitzpatrick have been on the move um, from a symbol perspective. But there are some undervalued teams that I still think are going to make some splashes here uh, post-free agency coming up on the draft. Teams like the Jacksonville Jaguars, obviously going to have Trevor Lawrence, but they're a team that had you know a pretty productive free agency as well. So I do think it's a spot where you definitely want to get involved in that stock market uh, game. Use promo code PFF if you deposit $10 at Symbol. Um, you're going to earn a free PFF annual subscription. That's po- promo code PFF with a $10 deposit. Symbol.com going to get you a free annual subscription. 
Check out PFF's podcast network, which covers everything NFL, college, and fantasy football. You can recap the NFL draft with Mike Renner and Austin Gales, two for one draft podcast. Check out Ian Hartitz fantasy football podcast and get a leg up on your league or get all the 2021 betting content you need with the pff forecast DraftKings sportsbook has given you a chance to lower the over under on a featured playoff basketball game all players who place a bet on that featured basketball game will have a hand in lowering the over under on that game every 1500 players who bet on the over for a selected game that total will drop by one point DraftKings is safe, secure, and reliable, so you can deposit and withdraw with your funds at your convenience at any time. You can download the top-rated DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use promo code PFF when you sign up to hammer that over. For every 1,500 people who bet that over in the feature game, the line will decrease by one point. Yes, this is your chance to improve the odds of the overhitting. So tell your friends and family this is going to be a team effort. Hammer that over and improve your odds of doubling your money. That's promo code PFF for a limited time only at DraftKings Sportsbook. You must be 21 or older, New Jersey, Indiana, or Pennsylvania only. Restrictions apply. Max bet $25. One wager per customer. Offer ends May 23rd, 2021. See DraftKings.com sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in Indiana, 1-800-9-WITH-IT. Yep, definitely. I mean, I think basically like the one question mark is at the wide receiver position. They do have Drake London returning. Uh, basically the only player that played over 100 snaps last year. I think he can be enough of a weapon outside, but of course they are kind of running, you know, that spread offense, need a number of receiving options. So we'll see if those ulterior uh, you know, weapons kind of materialize for King Slovis. If they do, I definitely like them to, uh, you know, win the Pac-12 title more than 20% of the time, which is what they're currently applied to, as you touched on. So I think that is definitely the best bet. Let's lock it in for our bet of the week. To recap, we got USC to win the Pac-12 title at plus 400. Previous week's bets, we got the Saints under nine win total. Um, I think, you know, still feeling really good about that one as well. I think they're probably the most mismarket team in the NFL at this point in time. And then we also have the Las Vegas Raiders over seven. Our simulation absolutely love the Raiders at this point in time. Um, I'm not sure they're really in the running to get Julio Jones at this point. Um, but I do think that, you know, they have enough young receivers at that point. They do, you know, Derek Carr can definitely play into the distribute the football. Maybe Henry Ruggs takes a decent step forward or Brian Edwards. So I definitely like those plays still if you haven't locked them in. Uh, is there anything else you kind of seen at the NFL market as far as rumors or anything else um, you kind of buying into at this point in time, Eric? Yeah, the Raiders, I think we took the pinnacle one at six and a half minus 150. But again, that is just playing to you know how good Derek Carr has been. Not necessarily one of the elite quarterbacks, but certainly somebody who can get you over that, that hump. Um, you know, again, it's it's an interesting thing to monitor right now as far as win totals for teams like Atlanta, teams like Pitt, uh, Green Bay, teams like Denver, uh, even Tennessee teams that are rumored to acquire or trade, you know, Aaron Rodgers, Julio Jones. You know, the Falcons win total seven and a half has gone down to minus 137. It wasn't that minus 155 range. So there does appear to be some steam. You know, we we bet Falcons over seven at minus 143. Uh, and then over seven and a half and minus one fifteen, I do think at this point you're probably going to have to lay off of them uh, and, and hold on for dear life here. But that's 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 one um, you know to monitor at least uh, you know on the marketplace right now. Um, you know for a few others, I'm I'm looking at Los Angeles Rams under ten and ten and a half minus one twenty nine. Uh, that number has gotten cheaper and cheaper as sort of the some of the hype 
uh, on the Rams is increased. If you like under there, which I kind of do, probably wait uh, until the um, it, until the season sort of moves along. Uh, you know, off season moves along a little bit because I do think you're going to get a cheaper price as people gravitate towards that over with all the hype of Matthew Stafford. Yep, definitely with you. I think I definitely faded the Rams uh, probably more than anybody else last year. Uh, toward the end of the season, didn't really work out quite as well, but I think I'm definitely back on that train this year with Matthew Stafford. Uh, you know, people think he's, you know, going to turn all the fortunes around for the Rams. I'm not necessarily buying into it. Um, I do like what you said about Julio Jones. It does seem like the market is more adjusting the price on the Falcons than it is for any one specific team that they think is going to actually land Julio Jones at this point in time. So I think that's kind of interesting. And then the Packers situation with Aaron Rodgers, right? I mean, they're basically, you know, cut in half um, all of their game lines and totals at this point, kind of splitting the difference between what they think they would be with Aaron Rodgers versus without. Um, but I'm on the bandwagon that I don't necessarily think he's going to get traded. It does seem like uh, he is Maybe going to play hardball at this point, pull the whole retirement card, uh, enjoy his life, do Jeopardy, those sorts of things. So I think if you're buying into Aaron Rodgers not being on the Packers, the best play is to probably bet against the Packers on some game lines at this point in time as opposed to trying to predict you know, him potentially getting traded. Because I do think the most likely scenario, if he's not on the Packers, um, is definitely him probably retiring at this point. Do you think that's an accurate assessment or not, Eric? He looks retired already. So like, right, you know, he's right. enjoying his time. But I, you know... Uh, yeah, I think I think there's a there has always been a much bigger chance he would retire than he, you know, than people believe at least. Um, but you know, he's having a good time. The Packers certainly, uh, you know, gave rise to that when they drafted Jordan Love a season ago. So they're sort of reaping what they're sowing here, which is fine with me. Um, right. Yeah, but I I still don't know. Like again, people, you know, the, these markets are getting more expensive for Green Bay, more expensive for Minnesota, more expensive or less expensive for Minnesota, less expensive for Chicago. So maybe there's some tea leaves there, or maybe you know it was just overzealous to begin with here. But Green Bay currently, um, when you look at the NFC North, um, minus 155 uh, to win at Chicago. Actually, this has actually gone down plus 300, whereas Minnesota's sort of going up at plus 275. Yep, yep. If you were reading the early, early offseason articles, you would have Minnesota Vikings locked in at plus 500 to win the division. So they've improved uh, pretty immensely in that regard. But um, I think, you know, going back to it at this point, I do think a lot of the news is kind of baked into some of these numbers. If you are attacking them, don't go out there and bet Julio Jones' next team. Go out there and, you know, don't go out there and bet Aaron Rodgers' next team. The holds on those markets are insane for the people that live for the places that are actually offering them. Uh, so I would instead target more of the game lines that are already available. We do have basically the whole season at certain books already. So that is definitely uh, the spot I would be targeting if I had a strong lean either in either direction. But that's, I digress. So let's see. We got basically to recap, we do have, you know, the two best bets or three best bets we've had so far this um, season on the PFD, PFF Daily Betting Podcast. We're going to hit one every single week. We've got the Raiders over 6.5, minus 150. We're using pentacle lines. Uh, I think that one's obviously moved up to 7 in a lot of books, but I'm feeling really good still. I think 7 um, is a decent spot still to lay at that point in time if that's the only price you have. Saints under 9, USC to win the Pac-12 title at plus 400. We will be back next week uh, bringing you some our next favorite off-season bet. Probably discuss a little bit more college NFL news uh, as we head into the summer months and pick up on fantasy football. From Ben Brown, joined by Eric Eager, this was the PFF Daily Betting Podcast. Podcast.